This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. On this first Sunday, uh, we look forward to celebrate communion uh, together. So please make sure as our members you have your communion and we will break bread together after the message. Um, on this morning, we want to open again our Bibles to Judges 15 chapter and for our focus will be there. And then also, uh, we continue in our study of Samson. We're going to look at how uh, Samson was flawed and complex, uh, but yet how God's love is still in the blessing business. And hopefully we can gain, too, that none of us are perfect. We all have our own issues, our own shortcomings. Uh, but we serve a God who loves us, warts and all. Uh, as we come forward to uh, prepare our hearts for his word, we continue to Pray not only for ourselves, but our community, our church, our world. Uh, a lot of death, a lot of grieving, a lot of illnesses. And may we just surrender to our God and trust in him uh, to give us strength uh, to see our ways through this time. Uh, let us pray together. Gracious Father, Lord, we ask your, your love, your grace, your mercy to move, to guide us, direct us. We ask for healing for our nation, healing for our church. We are going through so many different situations, Lord, through the pandemic, through other personal health issues, through financial stress and anxiety and dealing with social unrest. Uh, Father, we're just desperate for you to give us comfort, uh, for you to give us peace, and for you to lead us, guide us uh, into your presence, uh, that we will be your children and give glory and honor to you. And, Lord, right now at this time of worship and studying of your word, the preaching of your word, we pray right now that we might see Jesus and have your word hidden in our heart, that we might not sin against you, Lord, we pray. Amen. Again, thank you again. Good morning. Uh, if you open up your Bible, we're going to be in just the 15th chapter, or you can use on your Bible app and join in uh, there. And we're going to talk about being flawed and complex and think about how uh, many of us are not just a simple character. Uh, we all have diverse backgrounds or build up. Some of the best movies, some of the best books have a character uh, that has complexities behind them, that they're not just a simple good hero. Uh, you have some who are maybe an anti-hero, if you will, right? They are not your typical good guy, then you're not your typical bad guy, but it's hard to say are they good or are they bad, but yet you kind of root for them because you can see your home ways, how you have sometimes of duality, you have complexities, you have sometimes that things don't seem clear, there might be a gray area and we are moving and we're operating in this gray area trying to find which way is the right way. And so in this, we want to deal with about how God is still with us in our times of pain, in our times of confusion, in our times of our unaware of the direction we should be going. It does not hinder him to use us, to bless us, and to bring us out of that situation. And so when we look at Samson, who was a, a leader, God chose, and God has empowered, uh, but yet also God still has to work with him with his flaws, with his issues, with his own shortcomings and problems that uh, Samson has. And so through it all, we are blessed to know that our God, our God, hallelujah, is able to work with us even when we have our own shortcomings and our own shortfalls in this process. And so when we look at Judges 15 chapter, we're going to pick up 
I'm looking at verse 1 right now. New Living Translation says, Later on during the wheat harvest, Samson took a young goat as a present to his wife. He said, I'm going into my wife's room to sleep with her. But her father wouldn't let him in. And so he's looking to go into the bridal chamber and, and visit his wife. And so where we pick up, right, that Samson left angry uh, because his wife uh, begged him and pleaded him and made him sore, that he finally gave her the answer to the riddle, which she in turn gave it to her people, who then answered the riddle to Samson, and now he became angry, understanding why she was crying the whole time during the wedding feast, was only to break him down to get the answer that now not only did he pay to marry her, uh, he's out of that, but now he had to go and get the 30 clothes of garments and coats and give that back uh, to the people of the wedding because they solved his uh, riddle. Also now, again, context, right? God was using this marriage, using this opportunity to strike against the Philistines. So here comes the first strike of Samson attacking Philistines in the area and then bringing those garments and those clothes back uh, to the people in celebration uh, of their of their riddle, of their solving the riddle in his wedding. And in his anger, he leaves, the text says in 14th chapter, and goes stays with his parents. Now, in the ancient Near East, it was traditional that a wife could be staying with the parents and the husband would come to visit her uh, in this time frame. And so here it is in that kind of standpoint that Samson's under this culture, under this context of that that is his wife. And he's going to go and visit his wife as she's traditionally right now staying uh, with her parents. But what we find out in here is that he's coming with his goat. Um, he's coming to see the son pretty much that he's no longer angry. He's OK. He's not mad uh, at, at the situation. And he's coming with a gift, which is a traditional gift to give uh, to the family as you come to spend that quality time um, with his wife. And, but yet, what happens is that Samson's father-in-law has a whole different perspective of what went on with Samson. Samson thinks everything's good. He's bringing the goat. No problems here. Um, I'm no longer angry. I'm no mad. And so everything's all right in my perspective. And that's another thing that we sometimes see in lies, that everybody does not see the same thing uh, the same way. Samson viewed that I got angry, I left, I cooled off. Me was the best way to handle my anger, but here I am, I'm back now. And here's the situation that everything should be good and let's, let's move on. But yet, verse 2 says, I truly thought you must hate her, her father explained. So I gave her in marriage to your best man. But look, her younger sister is even more beautiful than she is. Marry her instead. Samson finds out that his wife is no longer his wife, but yet the father understands that since Samson still was willing to be married, his perspective was wrong. He's trying to correct his wrong, understanding that the, the, the exchange has been done for him to have his wife. He tries to up the deal and say, hey, well, how about you get her more beautiful sister? Samson's not down for that. Uh, Samson is angry and upset once again, feeling betrayed, uh, feeling let down. That he understands that he has a right to accept, but also he, ha he has a right to reject uh, because the first agreement was for his wife. And so Samson then, verse 3, says, this time I cannot be blamed for everything I'm going to do to you Philistines. So remember, the whole wedding situation came up, that it was an opportunity to strike against the Philistines. 
And now here comes a time that Samson is fully angry and enraged, feeling wronged by the Philistines. He did not look to marry within his own country, countrymen. He did not look to stay within the faith and speak into the, uh, and the Jews and continue the, the, the covenant with God. But he was looking to go outwards, and God was using that opportunity. Notice that he did not get married. It did not become complete. And so now his, the ones who, became, who he's looking to become family with now become his enemies. As he is angry, as he is vowing, says, now I'm going to be guilty. I'm not sorry. I'm not going to be guilty of what I'm going to do. So Samson now strikes the Philistines. So this, this opportunity that comes forth brings also a great feat. Uh, and one of the many tales, kind of the, the history of like a saga, a Greek saga of a heroes of 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 a of a hero doing great feats and showing their powers and their strength into the God. And so here it is that this one is great feats that Samson did, verses four through five. It says that he went out and caught three hundred foxes. He tied their tails together in pairs and fastened a torch to each pair of tails. Then he lit the torches and let the foxes run through the grain fields. Of the Philistines. He burned all their grain, in, including the sheaves and the uncut grain. He also destroyed their vineyards and their olive groves. Uh, this amazing feat by Samson in itself of just getting 300 foxes, or better understood maybe today as jackals, and tying up their tails and having torches in between them and letting them loose. But here's also what's happening that this being an agricultural society, that he destroyed everything that they're going to have uh, for this season. Remember again, verse 1, it says that it's harvest time. So Samson comes back to his wife in harvest time. And so they have grain that they have collected. That's the sheaves. That's a quality of stalks of grain bound together. They had the, the uncut grain still there yet to be harvest. Uh, they had grain that was already there still ready to be harvested, uh, that has been cut. But not only that, he impacted their vineyards. And in the ancient Near East, they, they weren't blessed to have, like, we got fountain drinks everywhere. Go to a convenience store and you get you something to drink. But they would get the fruit of the vine, and that would be their refreshment in an area where there wasn't apprentices of water. And so not only does that, he takes away their supply of their libations for them to drink, and then also he messes up the olive groves, which was not only used for food, but also for making oils and, and ointments and salves. And so he destroyed a lot of their agriculture. It's basically like if someone was going to be at war, they would cut off all shipping, all, all uh, trains, anything that's going to have imports to come in and trying to limit exports coming out. He was limiting their resources and, and his attack. It was a direct attack. And it had the impact uh, that Samson won. He wanted to hurt them bad because he was hurt. And that's what sometimes we do, right? When hurting people hurt other people because I want you to feel the pain 